When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is your boy Alfonso Lays, also known as OW, also known as Lewis Harris, the model. You had me here on Tokyo Ish Pot. Okay, I'm going to press record. I'm going to introduce the show and introduce you, botch name and all. Perfect. I love it. Botch it up. (laughs) All right. Recording in progress. This is Python's Paradise. This is your host, Greg Gilbert, a.k.a. the Python Hyena, straight out of Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. And folks, here we are, April the 11th. 2022 and um i have a a very colorful very pink guest on here tonight she is the host of talk yoish correct yeah and um i'm gonna try not to butcher this the host herself on the show tatiana yep Vitiello. Perfect. Yes. Did I get yes, it? Yes, you did. <laughs> Tatiana you got it right. You sure I did. I got it. Oh, jeepers, <laughs> I butch, but, botched names that are, are less stressful to say, and I got that one. Well, okay. Imagine that in uh, <laughs> in school, going to an all like uh, Caucasian school, and they have to say that over and over again. It was terrible back in the 80s. Terrible. Torture. Did you have pink hair back then? I did not have pink hair back then. <laughs> but I always liked the pink. But it's funny because I'm very light-skinned. I mixed my mom's Italian, my dad's black. And so my hair mm-hmm. was always like a blonde, a, a light sandy brown and blonde. And people thought that I dyed my hair. And I'm like, I was like six and seven. My, I didn't dye my hair. It was a natural. Well, you know what? I like the pink. Thank you. Thank you. And I like the the lips in the background there with the pink background. What a cool background you have. That's... I just got junk laying around behind me. I love the junk. Well, if I take this background off, there's probably some junk laying around. But uh, Don't take it down. We my... want you to be colorful. I love it. That, that's my logo, the Tokyo-ish logo. My mm-hmm. niece, when she was uh, 16, she, she drew that. Wow. She's an artist. She, she created it. Well, you know what? She's got to be uh, tickled pink <laughs> that you have that on there. She loves it. She knew what it was for and how I drew it. And, and I, I put it down on paper. And I was mm-hmm. like, here, can you transform this into what I'm thinking? 
It like looked like like when I get real famous, I'm gonna release what it looked like. It's like it looks like a like an arthritis finger, and it was like the lips were all like thin and like oh my god, it just looked like a candlestick. And for her to have drawn this, I don't know where she got that. She's truly an artist. <laughs> well, you know what? Forget fame, because you know what? This is like. I work at the hospital as a cleaner. You know, that's what I do for money. And I work through this whole stupid pandemic, you know. I don't get paid to do this. I do this because I I fell into it and I really enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and it's nice to meet people like yourself yeah. and um and uh, get to know people like yourself and others that um like I'm always looking for new podcasts, you know. So there you go. We'll get into that for a minute yeah. in a minute. But um well, the fame probably but, won't come from the podcast, even though I've climbed the charts pretty fast because there's not a lot of women who speak uh, as raunchy as I do. Um, but my, Oh, I like that already. <laughs> but my show, my reality show is coming out. It's uh, The Belts of Tampa Bay, produced by Charles Maddox. And um, I don't know if you saw, you did see, I'm sure you saw the, the clips of the trailer, and it's, it's coming out in a few months. So... That's, Are you causing trouble in Tampa Bay? I am in Tampa Bay. I'm going to put us on the map with this one. Like, um, I'm going to be even more hated. More hate mail, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, for me, I won't give you hate mail. Well, of course Especially not. with that pink hair. The guys don't. It's the girls that I get a lot of, I think, uh, hate mail from. <laughs> ah. It's girls that are not in the industry of dancing and the adult films. They... I don't want to say regular girls, but women who, I guess, run their lives differently and they don't understand the background, the struggle. They don't get that if that's what you do to feed your kid, that's what you do to feed your kid. And it's better than him being hungry. I mean, I'm not saying it's for everybody. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't be an adult film star. I, I, I can't. My heart won't let me. But if I definitely couldn't. Yeah. Because nobody's heart could take this. My cat runs out of the room when I take my clothes off. I get you. My chihuahua is not happy either all the time. So, yeah, your chihuahua would not be very happy if you look at this naked. Uh, are you kidding me? I once dated a girl who was afraid of the dark. Then she saw me naked. Now she's afraid of the light. That's no, she's just terrorized. Is she naked somewhere in a corner in a mental institution? <laughs> <laughs> Poor baby. That's okay. You know, my mom says it doesn't matter if they pay you to take your clothes off or put them back on. Either way. Well, you know, I one time I went, I, I, I you know, I uh, hooked up with a prostitute. She paid me to keep mine on. She, <laughs> she was like $3. <laughs> in quarters she said whatever it was you're gonna pay me i'll pay you double to keep yours <laughs> and just sit in silence right for the 45 minutes till it came. <laughs> sounds about right that sounds about yeah right. we talked about the weather all night i bet she was probably really really cold because she was not gonna do that it doesn't seem like that from here though you're a nice looking man. It doesn't seem like that. I'm I'm actually telling a lot of Rodney Dangerfield jokes. Ah, <laughs> oh okay. yeah. I'm um I actually the only one here is my cat, you know. What, what's I'm, your cat's name? Skittles. 
Skittles. And he's black and white. He was named Skittles before I got him, but he's named after the most colorful candy, and he's black and white. Well, he Skittles on the inside. (laughs) He Skittles on the inside. He's hiding somewhere right now. He knows if he gets close, I'll stick him on camera. Oh, my my dogs, too. I have two dogs, and I had two cats, but one of them passed away. She was all black uh, in August. So, mm-hmm. but my dog usually, when I'm on the bed, right now I'm sitting on a chair, but when I'm on the bed, like, I always grab him and put him on camera. There you go. There you go. But yeah, I, I don't judge people, you know, um, whether they, I've had people from adult films and whatnot come on here before, and uh, I uh, have nothing against anybody that's in that profession. Yeah. Like, like, who am I to judge them, you know? Yeah, no, same here. Yeah. I think that's why I make a lot of friends because I'm, I mean, you got to do a lot of crap to cross me and really get me to not talk to you. If I don't talk to you, there's something wrong with you because I talk to everybody. I'm a social butterfly. Yeah. But no, all is good. All is good. But you know what? Um, we got to get to know you a little bit. Cause okay. I've been podcasting since... 2015 you know it all started with tommy wiseau and now we're talking to you to me yay talking to you you know it's so crazy i'm usually the podcaster i'm usually the host and i'm usually the the one who's doing the interviewing and i love to be interviewed because i don't get to be on this end i'm always at the performing end yeah yeah well you know what um scott the icon was the one that connected me with you. Yes. And uh, I've I've been on his show. And it was kind of funny. I was at work one night and my phone dings and it's this guy. And it's like, I thought he was joking when he asked to interview me. It's like, me? Really? You want to interview me? (laughs) I mean, I was like, well, because I'm a co-producer on 13 Fanboy, is that it? Is that it's it? Because of my podcast, I think it was because of my podcast. I was like, okay, you having a slow night? <laughs> but <laughs> you, uh, we had a good, you know what? He, he gave a good interview, and he, he had a few co-hosts on there that uh, I've had on the show as well, and I've had Scott on here, and. Um, I like it that that it's it's been nice and um and uh no it's it, it's great to to be appreciated you know cuz yeah. I I just do a regular job and um I do this for fun it's nice to have people say they appreciate it so Very uh much so I mean I work a regular job I work for a chiropractor in the daytime for Hobbs Chiropractic been there about 7 years but been doing the podcasting only about a year and it'll be a year and a half in June. So, I mean, it's a passion, something I love and didn't know I like to do. Uh, my cousin is my producer and he kind of wrangled me in on this one. And I love it because I always told him when we were little, I was going to make him a million dollars. So when I started getting paid to do the podcast live in the strip clubs um, to be kind of one first of my kind, especially being a female, I think that what set me apart from some of the other podcasts. Um, and money-wise. Chiropractor. So you're the one that knocks people on the knee with a hammer? No, no, I just do that. <laughs> I do the medical bi- billing and coding. I do the, I run everything. I run, I'm the office coordinator. I do everything. I'm his only employee. 
That's how okay. much, that's how much that I do. I'm the only employee. There's no need. We had another, but I don't know. She no one can handle my boss. Like he's kinda like I don't know, kinda like a second husband. Like he's telling you stuff and he wants stuff done and you're like, Oh God and but I mean, uh, we've had a few people come work for him and they just couldn't handle it. After three weeks they're like, What the hell? But you just Do you kinda... like your pink hair? I love my pink hair. I No, does he like your pink hair? No, because my pink hair I don't do the pink hair at work. I do the um I just do my regular hair. My hair's really long, so I use the lace wigs so that I can change up. I can do it. What? That's a wig? Yeah, I know. This oh, is like, swear to God, it's a wig. I will, I will reveal myself when we're done. You can do it right on camera. I'll take it right off. I'm not, I'm not going to reveal myself. You You're don't want to see. <laughs> well, I think, what are you going to do? Take your headphones off? There's That's the reveal. Yeah, does it look real? People ask me all the time. Oh. Oh, that's a big difference. Put your headphones back on. <laughs> People ask me all the time, is this certain wigs that I wear? Is that my hair? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no. You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if the kind of people, like there's a girl that works at the hospital that I work at who has blue hair, you know? Yeah. And um, I, it's not a wig. Yeah, it's not a wig. But nope, it's not a wig. But, I wish I could so dye my I hair. Never know. But I, I can't because it's my hair is really long and nice and you'll ruin your hair. It'll fall out, turn green. Like Then you get those those roots like this. And I'm like, I don't have time for all that. I hate having to go get my nails and toes done every couple weeks and my lashes. And it's a lot. Girls are a lot. That's why I told you. I said, give me a few minutes. I got to put on my makeup. <laughs> well, you know what? The wigs are fine. Look, Lady Gaga wears wigs all the time. She better. And look how cool she is. Yeah. Well, she, yeah, she was, I guess. That's cool. It's for being weird. Mm-hmm. She's another one. Outstanding uh, performer. Not necessarily. I'm not going to not say she's not talented, but, you know, uh, she just stands out. And I think that's what makes her one of a kind. And people mm -hmm. are forced to pay her and see her and let her perform. And um, But she's been quiet. She's been very quiet. I haven't heard from her in a while. Well, I'll tell you, she did something really cool at the Oscars because um, um, Liza Minnelli was supposed to go up on the stage. She was in a wheelchair, I yeah. guess. And, yeah, she's uh, sick. And um, uh, Lady Gaga comes up and takes hold of the wheelchair and says, I got you. I thought, I thought that was really cool. I, I prefer that news as opposed to the slap uh, yeah, yeah, everybody oh, was talking that about. That was so weird. I still don't know if that was really real. It, it's just, oh, it was real. It was real. Well, he got banned for 10 years now from any award show. Yeah, you could go home and thank Jada for that. Yeah, well, I don't yep. That's the whole situation was crazy. Yeah. Well, now that I'll tell you one thing, it worked out for Chris Rock because I'm going to tell you his stand-up uh, acts are selling. <laughs> oh, I bet it is because, and you know, I I bet he'd let another person pay to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if someone put in an offer, he wouldn't say no. I bet he'd do it. So, uh, oh god, well he needed it. I almost feel like he needed it. It's, he needed Chris Rock needed that. Poor, poor, poor Will. But now that Will doesn't have a spot, hopefully I'll take his spot. There you go. <laughs> Are you going to go up and slap Chris Rock? I will not slap Chris Rock. I don't, first of all, I'm not a big enough person to do that, like as far as like fame-wise or, or name-wise. Um, they'll arrest me. <laughs> 
Isn't that the double standard? It is. And, you know, it's so funny. I, I don't know if, how much you know, but I walk with a walker. Um, okay. Handicap. So trying to get up there, by the time I halfway got there, I think they would tackle me. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't make it up to the stage fast enough. I wouldn't. But it's okay. They would hear and see me coming. Well, you know what? You're more woman than that anyway, so. Of course, of course. But you will see me at the AVN Awards next January. AVN Awards. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Got Talk about that. Um, okay, so I got invited by Bob Stork, who runs the XRCO Awards. And that, okay. that's, his, that's the second largest adult uh, award company. And he works with AVN. Um and he called me a couple weeks ago and invited me to that. But that's May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. I actually have some other things in the work. It just came too fast. I'm meeting up with some – I have a lip gloss coming out. Um, and I have a book, Memoirs of a Door Girl. So I have to meet with some celebrities to get that deal finished. And until – you know, I can't really talk about it, but um, until that – happens you know like getting your sponsors and things like that i just had other priorities that have to be done first in order for me i mean i wouldn't be that awesome at the at the award show if i didn't have things to show and tell and um so i just let them know i said as much as i want to go i have to bow out and i know it's a great opportunity but i said the avian awards i'm gonna book that in the next week or so you know what who was it i heard that was going to that are you familiar with Surrey Doll? No. Yeah, she was somebody that I think was going to that. The She's another one that does a podcast okay. I just kind of discovered. Yeah. I never seen her adult stuff, although she's really nice looking, but I've never seen her adult stuff. But um, no, uh, she was going to one of those. And she had pink hair like yeah, you. Did she? Oh, God. Then she's really not going to want to see me. <laughs> well, she'll be getting an award. I'll just be handling maybe some red carpet and, and the behind the scenes and uh, interviewing. Because I'm now taking my podcast a little bit more behind the scenes, like um, like with press passes. I just found that out. I, I'm new to this. And people don't always tell you stuff. They kind of want to maybe keep it to themselves. But, there you go. Uh, but I have some good friends. I've made some really great connections, and it's it's nice. It's great to hear and see other podcasters. And like I said, I never thought I had a voice for radio. I I thought my voice was. You sound great. Really? Thank you. Well, my yes, voice is, you do. My voice is squeaky. A couple of weeks ago, I got uh like a not laryngitis. I thought I had it because I lost my voice, but it was a viral pharyngitis. I had a sore throat a few weeks ago, so I know that feeling. It, um, it felt like someone throat punched me, like kicked me in my throat. And then it was mm -hmm. like I lost my voice completely. I was at a, like a bonfire with um, playmate Emily Gumliano, and we were out, and I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I get home, and I couldn't talk. And then the next day, I'm like, I think I'm going to go to the hospital because I had all these podcasts. And then they told me for two weeks I wasn't supposed to be doing any talking which is hard for me. Then my friends are calling me. They're like, get off TikTok. Stop talking. Stop making videos. And I'm like, so my voice just now is getting back to normal, but it has this weird, like, I can't yell. I'm like, I'm, I yell and I can't yell. And well, you know what? In wrestling, 
one of the best promos is Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes. He did not yell. No. No yelling. No. <laughs> nope. He got he got his point across. Yes, he did. Well, I mm-hmm. see I'm used to being in the club and talking loud and I can I used to be able to project my voice so good that I don't need a microphone like across the club. And now I it squeaks like I sound like I'm in puberty. <laughs> You mean you're not? No. <laughs> I'm 40. I just turned 40. Yeah? Yeah, I'm 40 years you old. You just turned 40. I just turned 40. Yeah? Years Young chicken. Yeah? 40's the new 20. Well, this, well, this, uh, this uh, July, I'm going to turn 50. Are you really? <laughs> wow, you don't look 50 either. You don't look 50. So you're 40. Well, I'm going to be 50. Wow, that is crazy. And all you got is the cat? Just a kitty. Just a kitty? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Oh, my God. So no marriage plans or nothing in the works for you? <laughs> what? <laughs> I used to get very insecure about that. Really? So insecure. My friends and I would go to the nightclubs, and we'd we'd just get angry at all these nice-looking women parading around and guys that mistreat them and They'd still go with them. Oh, and... yeah. Those are nice guys finish last and sometimes don't finish at all. Yeah, but you know what? I'll tell you my little story on this. It made me so insecure. Like, and even my friends I went to the clubs with, who I liked very much, but they were kind of in the same boat. And um, I remember getting. Uh, Going to Tim Hortons here, which is a coffee yeah, brand here. We have it here. Oh, do you? Yeah, we do. We have Tim Hortons. Uh, there's only one, but it's here. I- I'm from Michigan, so I know about Tim Hortons before I got. Well, we got them. We 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 must have a good hundred or two hundred uh, here in the city. <laughs> I miss I miss the coffee. I don't ever really stop because it's out of the way. But yeah, we have one left. Well, I, I was in Tim Hortons with one of my friends one night after clubbing and. He was complaining about uh, his lack of success with women and and the women that he didn't like that would hit on him. And I looked at him under the light at Tim Hortons, not the nightclub light, <laughs> and he had cat hair all over his clothes. Ew. I asked him, I said, were you mauled by a Wookiee? What happened? <laughs> you know? I hope he had a cat, though. He did have a cat. Okay. But. Those damn pussies. Yeah. But I mean, and I felt even worse because I went and saw The Wolf of Wall Street and I was watching <laughs> Leo DiCaprio on there getting um, romantic, so to speak, kinky what? with Margot Robbie. And I'm like, I can look, can't touch. Yeah. <laughs> he has no problem. Of course not. Listen, I'm going to tell you one thing about Leonardo. Had he not been famous and had money, I'm telling you now, he would have been sitting in your boat. Let me just say that. Yeah, but here's where it gets good for me. One of my all-time favorite movies is Saturday Night Fever. I love that movie. And the opening scene in the movie has become an inspiration to me. With the white suit? No, not in the opening scene. Uh, The opening scene, he's walking down the street to the song Staying Alive. And he's... uh, Got a black leather jacket on, a red shirt, black pants. He's got the paint can swinging at his hands, you know, because he works at a paint store. And 
and uh, he had to run an errand and all it is is you know the girls he looks at and whatnot and even apparently the director's wife makes a cameo and she you know tries to go one way and one way and then she kind of smiles at him and goes and he kind of like laughs it off and he you know keeps on going because he could get the next girl yeah it was john travolta in his prime yes he was well i figured out what that scene was really all about subliminal messages what was it i was walking through the mall and we have a store called tip top tailors that sells mainly suits and stuff and i looked just happened to see in the window the red shirt oh no <laughs> did you hear the music in your head da, 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 well i knew what i had to do <laughs> now my first thoughts was i'm going to get the girls okay that never happened but that's not a bad thing but you did get the shirt oh yeah i walked in actually i'm not even looking for the girls i got what the opening scene was really all about which i'll get back to mm. i went in there and i got the red shirt i got a black sports jacket or a blazer mm. and i wear black jeans i don't like dress pants but black jeans will go with everything all right so i don't wear blue jeans black jeans black jeans yep <coughs> actually that's what i got on here right now black oh, jeans I... <laughs> yep you're serious but Yep, I got Chantal Graviasic on here and black jeans of my keys attached to the belt. <laughs> in your house, so, keys attached to the belt in your house. Well, uh, they got a little thing there, and I put my keys on them so I don't lose them. So when I go out to my car, keys right there. Keys are right there. Yeah, but nonetheless, I um, after I did that, I remember I was talking to my mom about it. Mom says, you should go back and get more. So I went back to Tip Top Tailors. I got another black blazer, mm -hmm. different texture. And I think I got a purple shirt and blue. And I remember going to get my head shaved. And the woman that shaves my head, I always joked and flirted with her. And uh, she was somebody I knew from a previous uh, job in the mall. So when I found out she was going to be cutting hair, I was like, good, I'll follow you up there. But anyway, she shaved my head one night, and I was telling her about it. And she didn't take me seriously. <laughs> but I said, uh, I said, I got the stuff in the tip-top tailor's bag. And she went over. I, I said, go look. And she looked. And the rest of the night, her tone just changed. Really? And she started giving me advice on stuff, blah, blah, blah. Because she's like, she's kind of surprised I was going to do that. Yeah. As of now, I've got shirts of every single color. Really? Except white, because white gets dirty quickly. In the same, got, like with the yep. same, oh, all right. The same style, right? Yep, it's... um. The all dress shirts. I got uh, green. I've got pink. I've got uh, red. I've got blue. I've got orange. I've got the works. Oh. And I got a silver blazer as well. Did you? A silver blazer as now, well. Now, did any of those get you the girl? 
No. And did you, okay, were you missing the paint can when you were walking down the street? Nope. I found out what that opening scene was all about. What? I went to the nightclubs with my friends. And there was a shooter. I had a favorite shooter girl there. And she was coming over and she started talking to my friends. She didn't recognize me. Oh. She started talking because she recognized them. She started talking and my friend Colin goes, you didn't say a kind to Greg yet. And she turns and like, <laughs> she was shocked. She gave me a big hug. She said, you look great. Oh, <laughs> it was a dress up. It, so you weren't putting in the effort and dressing up and doing like how kind of like a girl would do. Yeah, but makeup. you know what I was missing in that opening scene? You know what John Travolta had? Because the girl walks away from him. He just kind of smiles it off and keeps going. Yeah. Confidence? You know why? Uh, huh? Confidence? Confidence. Oh, I'm oozing Confidence. with that all the time. And you know what? I am st- i don't know how long ago I did that makeover. I still don't have a girlfriend. And you know what? I'm fine. Yeah. Here's another thing. I hated women for a long time. Like you hear about these incels that can't get laid and this yeah. and that. Now I could care less whether I hook up or not. I love women. Um, in fact, I love women more than I ever did, and I don't have to. Because I don't have to even touch them. You know, it's, I it's, can have a yeah. But it's because there's uh, OnlyFans, and no, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, Same but I, I, again, a lot of visuals. But I'll tell you something, though. I uh, was invited to my first convention in 2017 by an actress that I always liked since the 80s, uh, Lisa Langwa, who was in the movie Class of 1984 with Michael J. Fox. And uh, we got talking about travel because she just moved back to Canada, and she asked what was stopping me. And she invited me to assist her at a horror film convention. That's awesome. And uh, I'm the only one in my family who's been on a plane. I couldn't say no to this. Yeah. So I went. I met Lisa. It was nice to see her. But, you know, when we went to dinner, because after I dropped my stuff off, uh. She and I went to a restaurant, and she just she wanted to know about New Brunswick, you know, and because yeah. she'd never been out this way before, and all this, and all that time I wasn't thinking about, you know, uh, how I uh, had crush on her when I was younger, and this and that. We were talking like you and I are talking now. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 
And every time I go, actually, she called me the other day, you know. Aww. Yeah, well, my dad passed away a week ago, so she called and just uh, oh, sorry. said, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, dad had ALS for over eight years. Mm-hmm. And um, dad is one of the strongest people I know. And he's in heaven right now, and I'm very confident of that. And uh, and uh, Lisa called called me, and uh, like anytime I'm in Toronto, Lisa and I connect. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you something. We went. I, yeah. I sisted her at Horrorama. Yeah. Here's how far I come with women. <laughs> you want to hear the story? <laughs> I do. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I do. See, I told you that damn tickle. The go. after the after party. <clears throat> That's where it really goes down. The after party was at a strip club. Yes. Because Mink stole a pink flamingos was singing the filthy cabaret there. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of the guests. And I spent um since Lisa I was her assistant at her table, I said, Do you want to go to that? Yeah, and a bunch of the people from the con went, uh, Leslie Donaldson was there and you know, and I went there and I remember while I was there. A topless woman came by, come up to me with a shooter tray. Mm-hmm. Now, I was aware that she was topless. I was going to say. But I was looking her in the face the whole time I was talking to her. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, basically, she did, she did come up to me because I heard you're from, you're not from around here. Where are you from? She, we just had this conversation. Now, when you can look a topless woman in the eyes instead of. Yeah. You know you've come a long way. <laughs> Again, that opening scene, confidence. Yep. It's not that I can't get the girl. It's that um, I'm comfortable. Like uh, right now, I get a new job, mm-hmm. so I'm able to make better money. My cat don't want me to bring anybody <laughs> here. Jeepers. <laughs> She's the only puss at home. My brother said, came and fed the cat while I was in Toronto last. He said the cat was like, give a scowling look every time he showed up. <laughs> Who are you? What well, cat's used to? How old's your cat? Oh, he's about 10 or 12. Okay, so he's he's used to being there, just him, you know, no other people. That's his domain. That's his house. And I'm sure you let him run it the way he wants it. And, you know, that's. Well, he, certainly, he certainly doesn't clean up, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Like I'm working at the hospital all day. The least he could do is tidy up. Yeah, just tidy up a bit or behind himself. You does, know, well, he does use a litter box. I'll give him that. Yeah, this is okay. So I, you know, I love animals. I have my cats. Um, my mom always told me she's like, oh, like you'll one day you'll realize like having the animals is you know not as fun as it's cracked up to be. And I don't know. One day I woke up and I said, the analogy of it is my cat technically eats my money and then shits my money out in a box that I pay for with other stuff and then I throw it out and it keeps happening and I was like all I see are dollars going in shitting the dollars out on my other dollars and then I just throw it out useless and I'm like oh my god I said my mom ruins everything she told me that this would happen and my cats are 20 years old so I'm like it was time but now I'm like do you know how much money they have eaten and shit out? Because <laughs> then I'm like, what did they do? I'm like, look, that was her. She screamed at me just now. That was Gucci. I don't know if you heard her, but she's normally there. The animals are being really quiet right now. I can't believe this. Like, I'm really shocked. 
They love to stand by me while I'm doing podcasts. I don't even do them at home anymore because they're so loud and obnoxious. But yeah, uh, we did feed them cans before the pod and kind of knock them out. <laughs> you feed them a but can you know what, sleep. though? The thing is with me, though, is I'm in a good place mentally. Headspace. Yep. I um I don't look at uh, women thinking sex, you know. Yeah. I can have a conversation, and uh, I think that was why I was lacking confidence. Hmm. Well, but now you realize that, and now and then it came like you you have to realize that. I mean, I mean, I'm not wearing my blazer tonight. I'm wearing a Chantel Kraviasic shirt. You I know? like that shirt. Well, you're gonna be wearing a Tokyo Ish shirt really soon, so. I'll just put my uh, face, a, a Tokyo ish shirt. I have. Yeah, face. yeah. I'll send you one. Um, I'll put my oh, face on. Oh yeah, it. I'd love that. I will put my face on it. Call you back. Look. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely that would be really nice because I wanted to incorporate all my stuff, and I have um, tumblers and shot glasses, and um, I sell them through Teesprings, which sells a lot of my stuff. I mean, basically anything you want. I made some backpacks. Um. I made stuff for Pride Week. Um, I mean, there were so many things that I, I've made. Um, they have tapestries and and I mean, you could think anything, socks, anything you can think of. And I put my face on it, and then I put just top my lips on it, the Tokyo ish, and um, I love it. I love to see people with my stuff on. It's, well, there you it's go. Great. It's wonderful. I had there a, you go. I had my keychain on my purse, and when I went to the hospital a couple weeks ago. The nurse was helping me onto the scale to weigh myself, and I asked her to hold my little purse. And she saw the keychain. She ran into the other room and grabbed her keychain and came back out and was like, I know you. And I said, what? She goes, I know you. I knew I knew you. You're a TikToker, and you are, have a podcast. Then she, of course, goes and gets the other nurses and gets the um, one of the doctors, and they, they usher me to the back like a VIP, which was nice. But she, it was nice to not know her but to see my results coming out and i mean I'm, i call myself pinellas county famous but it's ventured out to a lot of other states and i did a podcast in italy uh, i speak italian that's my first language so i did uh, a couple of them in the clubs osaka chino and i did it in another language so i crossed over and i didn't think i was funny in another language but i, I proved that to be that i was <laughs> There you go. I only speak two languages, English and five o'clock traffic. But, <laughs> but you're in Canada, right? Yeah. So no French? No Canadian French? Well, the word fuck, maybe. No. If you can classify Is that. that. Classify? <laughs> People you... always say, watch your French. <laughs> that was it. That's the Canadian yeah. French. Very good. Very no, good. No, I, I um, just speak English, you know, and. I've got by with just speaking English. <laughs> like the rest of the time, I'm like, is there anybody can help this person? Because <laughs> I have no idea. That's you might right. be able to be talking to a silent film star. Well, I again, I, I just speak the two, but a lot of people think I'm Spanish. They think I speak Spanish, so they come up to me and they just start. There was a guy in line. Uh, I was in Daytona. We were in line at McDonald's, and he got out of his car. I don't know what he was doing. I think he went to go pee, went around the corner, came back, and he was getting he – I guess he's seen that I was everybody's watching and I'm watching and he just starts talking to me and then like he's just continuing on like complete Spanish 
rambling. I had no clue. I'm like, you're speaking a little slang there, sir. I don't know. And I'm answering in English, and he's continuing. And I looked at my friend, and I'm like, this is a famous TikToker, Queen Connie Bonnie. And I was like, do you know what he's saying? She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, why are you looking at me like I know? She's like, you don't speak Spanish? I'm like, no. <laughs> why do I always have to tell people that I don't speak Spanish? I don't speak Spanish. No. It's, I mean. I can... Although sometimes it is fun to put a movie on Spanish on, on Blu-ray, you know, oh, and listen to people talking talk Spanish. Just to hear it. Just to hear it. We were, um, I was in Mexico with my husband and his niece and her boyfriend. They all mm -hmm. speak Spanish. They all took Spanish in school. We get there. And I'm all excited because so I'm like, okay, good. Like, I don't want to travel somewhere. I don't know. They, somebody doesn't know the language. <clears throat> there was a bear in a cage being, like, pulled by a car. And he had, like, a horn going. And I guess it was for the circus. And they were like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. <clears throat> so we stopped them. I mean, this is a bear, a big, huge brown bear. And then we stopped him, and they were asking him what's going on. He starts speaking Spanish. They all start looking around, and then they look at me. And they're like, what did he say? I said, what do you mean what he said? I'm looking at you. You speak Spanish. I don't. And they're like, this is not the Spanish that they taught in the textbooks. So, of course, here I am speaking Italian. He's speaking Spanish. We understood each other. But it's funniest thing because I'm like, here I am, the translator, thinking I'm going to have this awesome time and everybody speaks Spanish. Boop. It was all on me again. You should talk to the bear. I did talk to the bear. <laughs> the bear spoke. I think he was kidnapped. He spoke English. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Let's go back to your beginnings, you know. Yes. Um, where did um, – oh, I'm I'm trying to think of the name of your podcast. I'm thinking Yo-Ish. Yo Talk Yo-Ish. Talk Yo-Ish. Okay. right there on the screen. Where did it? that – oh, shit, it is there. Look at that. Oh, All I remember was yo ish, you know, and and I want to know where that came from. Now, um, I have ideas in my head, you know, it's kind of a slang talk thing, but I want to know your story behind it. All right. Well, um, a year ago, um, mm -hmm. my cousin came down to see me because I had an issue with some breast cancer and I hadn't seen him in 15 years, but we always talked and. He flew in, and I'm like, great, I'm probably dying because he flew in. Um, and we spent the whole weekend together, and I took him out to the clubs and everywhere. And he was like, why are these girls buying me drinks? Why are, like, I don't understand how you're in this club. And these are gentlemen's club, like, but you're making it like a like a club club. And he was just like, I, you need to tell these stories. Like, no one will believe what happened. Because the whole weekend, we were just getting you know, getting in, getting drinks, like having fun, VIP. Like he just can't understand. Like you think of a strip club, you think of guys going there, their suits on, like you're spending all this money. And even though he was spending money, it was more of a friend, you know, type deal. And the girls were like, oh, my, excited that he was my cousin. Um, <clears throat> so he said, I have a podcast called Rap Sheets, and I've been doing it for like two years, and you should be on my show. I'm like, okay. So I didn't even know what a podcast was, literally, like, really didn't even know um so he called his partners and they thought i was too racy which i already knew and my favorite thing is to for someone to tell me no because that just like it's like it's like a go for me so they told me no and i said well fucking i'm gonna start oh can i say that word sorry 
I said, I'm going to start a podcast and, and, and that's how it started. Um, I was actually going to call it like speak of me or something, but I started off with a co-host and she kind of was like ish Tokyo ish. And I'm like, okay, that's, that sounds good. I like it. Yeah. I, at, I like it. At first I was like Tokyo. I don't know. I just was like, you mean speak yo ish. I, I'm a uh, major in creative writing and, and liberal arts. So it, it's it's like not correct English. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, let's try it. So we tried it. Um, she dropped off after a few episodes. And obviously, it's my LLC. So I kept the name. And everybody comments on the logo and the, and the name, which stems off for the pink. Everything's pink. And I just embraced it. And I love I love it. Tokyo ish. It's ish with two H's. I S H H. That's the part that people don't always get. They put I S H. But there's a lot of I S H's out there. I'm I S H H. And it's a small I, capital S, capital H, capital H. Now why is the Y in Yo lowercase? Just soft on the eyes. Okay. It's just introducing right. you to the lowercase I. Okay. Okay. Kind of like a like a little, yeah. (laughs) Like a little. And the ish is uh, is that all? No, no, the I is. Yeah, but still. Because if you put the I in capital, it almost looks like an L. Some people, especially if you're drinking, you look and you're like Tokyo lish. Like you're not paying attention. So the I, little and the ish, it makes it stand out. Like it's easy on the eyes. There you go. You gotta okay, catch people. I like it. Yeah, you gotta catch people. You can't go where they're looking. They're like, "What is that?" They're gonna put an L. I mean, it's I've seen it all. So um, over time, we've gotten you know better with the labeling and better with the you know. And then on when I get my nails done, which is sorry, giving you the finger, I always <laughs> get uh one of the logos on. Oh, that's nice. Very so, Rocky Horror, too. Yes, this one's purple. I always I always rock the pink. I'm always rocking the ish on uh I I mean, I'm very I'm a walking billboard, so. There you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, um talk about um starting the podcast. How like how did you figure out what you were going to talk about? So my cousin is the producer and the mm-hmm. editor, and he wanted me to tell the stories of the girls in the club. That's how the podcast was is originally started. In the strip club, talking about the actual dancers, interviewing the dancers. Then I went to interviewing the like DJs and then the managers, bartenders, the CEOs, the ones who own it. Um, just because um, a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes. And a lot of these women are funny, and they're some are doctors and lawyers, and you would never think. Uh, I met a girl; she was a dancer. She was a judge, and <laughs> but they have to be under wraps. Uh, a few military, um, they have to go into other cities or other states to dance undercover because they can't. Their jobs sometimes are high rank, and they can't. They're not allowed. Um, so it's nice to hear and see that because then they tell you stories of both the dancing and then the not dancing. And the reason they're dancing is because they want to release. They want to get away. And every woman in their life, and I tell every woman, you, everybody needs that one day 
that you're a dancer. Just one day on stage, the attention, the it's it's a confidence booster. No matter how people look at it, for someone to give you money, just throw it at you because you're beautiful. They're not having conversations with you normally, not in the beginning. It's a, it's it's a, something that every woman should experience at least for an hour. I mean, it's and I'm not saying you got to get up there, take your clothes off and all of that. But to to be able to just be up there as a as as eye candy it is really something that everyone should experience. Even the men I've interviewed male dancers, which that came later. But I didn't think about that. And poor guys are treated more like candy and meat than anything. I feel bad for them. I couldn't be a male dancer. You want me to tell you what I find fascinating? Yes, of course. When it comes to, um, I don't know whether it was Howard Stern that did the interview. Somebody interviewed a woman that was a stripper or was in the, in the business. And uh, I was always fascinated with the reactions of the boyfriends oh, or the yeah. husband. Oh, God. Yeah. And um, one of the things that fascinates me. And I've never been involved with this, but I just find the whole psyche of it fascinating is the idea of cockholding and guys that find it erotic to see the attention that their significant other gets. They, yeah, that happens. That happens a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I necessarily don't. Um, I worked in the clubs for 12 years. I was a door girl. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you got to wear the, you got to look the part, you got to wear the, the, the outfit with the shirt that's low cut. And, you know, you got to look like you're this single, like dancing, you know, ready to go lady. Um, I've been married almost 20 years, so Mm -hmm. I wasn't single, but a lot of the guys found it personable because I play the part, you know, I sit up there, I look pretty, like I'm, I'm approachable. You can talk to me. And my husband very rarely would come in there, or if he did, people did not know that was him. Even now, when he comes and sets up in the clubs for my podcast, some of them are like, that's your husband? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, wow, because he takes that step back to, you know, not interfere with me and the job and people coming up. And But he'd rather not sit there and I watch. Like, it, he doesn't, I don't, it, it's not a thing where he wants to watch and see the reaction of other people. He already knows what the reaction is. <laughs> he knows far too well. So it's that I, I never understood that from other people that they want that. Um, I don't want that either. I don't want to go somewhere and see all these girls on him and be like, like, that's not for me. I don't want to see that. I want, I, I know, I know he's handsome. I don't want nobody else to, to tell him he's handsome. So I don't know. I'm a different era. I was, you know, we're older. I'm, I'm 40, and these girls are 20 and 30 years old. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's different. I, I'm an old-fashioned type girl. Really, really am. Yeah, I'm old-fashioned too, but but I heard about that, and I just found it fascinating. Um, I probably couldn't do that I was going to say, like, know? if you had this awesome hot girl and you guys go somewhere, and whether she's a dancer or not, to see, you know, you, you have to be a strong person to watch those things. I mean, you have to be, I just told a friend the other day, she got mad at me because she came to Florida and she's like, Oh, you didn't see me. And I'm like, I was waiting for you. Like, why didn't you call me when you got here? She goes, Oh, I, I messaged you. And I said, no, you didn't. She goes on Facebook. 
I said, you have my number. You know how, what a big deal I'm becoming. And why, if you have my number, you use my number. Because I don't, you know how many pervs are in my DMs? Like, they out, they, <laughs> even you, when you messaged me, like, they, I had to search for the invite because it's just, just constant. Like, they, they will outweigh you, probably 50 a day, if not more. So I told her, I'm like, that was the rudest thing. And I said, could you do me a favor as a friend and be a strong friend for me? Because it's going to, do you think that Rihanna, people don't call Rihanna's mom to find out where she's at? You really think Rihanna's answering the phone and having, you know, and I'm not saying that we won't have time for friends, but it's a busy life, especially starting. So I'm like, work with me here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like stalk me a little bit. Like, you know, I'm there for you and I'll, I'll drop everything, but I'm going to need some more communication extra on my friend's side. And I need strong friends. And a lot of my friends and family members have dropped off the radar. I mean, I lost, I lost a lot of friends because of what I'm doing. And I believe in my podcast. So I'm the least of the pervs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Are you going to go to the top? <laughs> Are you gonna be the well? Guy? I never aimed that, but well, I'm saying like I have to defer between the pervs and the people that are in my inbox on purpose, you know that that want to interview me or talk to me or business wise. Mm -hmm. And I have to ask sometimes people. I have to say, is this business? Question mark. You know, because if it's not business, then what are we doing? Because um, well, I you didn't have to ask me that because I brought up Scott the Icon and oh, stuff yeah, in my yeah. approach. Yeah, you know what's funny? He told me about you before. I believe he mentioned me, you to me, and he okay. asked me to interview you, and I said I would. And again, lost in the emails, lost in the inbox. But me and Scott have each other's number, and I told him I said I'm getting to him because right now I'm probably like. 20 pods archived i'll do your show i want you to do my show you're definitely yeah. doing my show you know it'd be fun i think you and scott should do it together is is uh, yeah but where is he on the perv list uh, probably the top no i don't know <laughs> but like but a friend but a friend perv like a friend perv <laughs> no he has my phone number i don't give pervs my phone number so <laughs> Definitely. i have your phone number you but i mean you won't, you won't yeah i <laughs> you can send me pictures of your pussy i mean skittles he's over there asleep <laughs> he's curled up i enjoy animal pictures that's it no dick pics please <laughs> i don't want any either shit <laughs> oh you know it's crazy when you when i get them um i send them a picture of my dog back and uh, I'll have to show you the picture. I have a ring that I put on my dog's leg, and he's, like, laying down. And it's the funniest thing. Um, I think it's great. You send me a dick pic, I'm going to send you a dick pic back. There you go. <laughs> my chihuahua's famous. Everybody loves there you Marco. Go. Marco Vitello. <laughs> Everybody loves Marco Vitello. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's perfect. They never send me anything back, and I probably get blocked. But that's perfect. Like, why wouldn't you respond with exactly what came through? And then, do you have an iPhone? Your phone an iPhone? Oh, you lost your phone. What is that? Is that my an, phone. Is that an iPhone? I don't know. I just talk on it. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was trying. Okay, well, if you have an iPhone, when you're sitting somewhere, someone can airdrop you. It's a Samsung Galaxy. No, that's not an iPhone. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, there's this thing called airdrop where someone can walk by. Usually, I don't talk with my – I have that up to my ear. Oh, you have it, yeah. Yeah. 
But if you're if you're sitting somewhere, especially in the club, someone will walk by and they'll airdrop you, and it's like sending their messages or pictures, like they like throw it in your little wallet. Well, I had to put mine on accept because I didn't know the guys walk by and they send you a dick pic, like airdrop it, and your phone goes ding, and you it's without you accepting it. So now. I've turned all the girls on to that. And I'm like, put it on like the auto block where they'll say, do you know this person? Do you want to accept her? And it's crazy because it'll be like ding, 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 ding all night long on your phone. So I'm just like, delete, block, delete, delete, block, delete, block. Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? There's innovative ways. There's no more just sending it through snail mail. It's now 2022. (laughs) So now I'm probably waiting for the three, the three D ones that come where like it'll be coming like coming out of your phone. Yeah, <laughs> those might get accepted though. Those might get accepted. I don't know. We'll see. But um, <laughs> guys, I, don't, I don't think guys realize like no one wants that. Like many many girls don't drop by and just drop you a puss pic. I I never really heard of that. No, and I certainly wouldn't send mine. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not everybody's isn't pretty. No one's is pretty. I don't know where they think girls. I don't know what porn they're watching that girls are like, mm, okay, it's great, love it. Let me put uh, that in a frame and look at it when I wake up in the morning. Like, like I don't know. I don't know. People are weird. It's, oh yeah, I must have grew up in a different era. I haven't found that girl yet though that says I can't wait to get a dick pic. <laughs> haven't found her. If you're out there, please let us know. I want to know, like, if there's someone out there collecting pictures or uh, posting. Like, I, I'm wondering. I'm just curious. Well, here's a question I have about working in the clubs. Yes. Now, outside that trip to Toronto, and I didn't give anybody money to do anything. I was just taking in Toronto for the first time and talking to a topless woman to her face, which is... <laughs> Uh, 10 years ago, that probably wouldn't have been the case. I probably would have made a fool out of myself and felt bad afterwards. See, at least you felt if you would have felt bad afterwards, that doesn't you're not classified as a perv. Pervs don't have any emotion or feelings or. Yeah, but back back then, I, I would try too hard. Now I'm not trying at all. Yeah. You know, and I, I. And people say, well, you won't get anybody like that. Well, no, you're supposed to. Yes let... and no. Listen, I mean, it happens naturally, yeah, I think. I, organically, you're supposed to let them come to you. Do you know what I call a perv? I call him a pernerver. And I say pernerver because you have the nerve to be a perv. That's a hashtag. I'm keeping that one. <laughs> Pernervers. Yeah. But, I mean, I've talked to a variety of beautiful women on this podcast and i always tell them i I think they're beautiful you know but there's a difference between telling somebody they're beautiful and and or and and, or oogling them you know big difference which which category am i i love that pink hair it's just the hair though i just send you the hair (laughs) it's really oh there's no no (laughs) Yeah, your hair jumps right out. Oh, yay. I know. I was debating if I should wear the wig and, or not. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wow you. You're going to get talking. You're beautiful. Thank There's you. There's nothing wrong with you. I know that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have a question for you about the clubs in Canada. Have you ever been to the strip clubs out in Canada? You know what? We used to have a strip club here, but I had never been to it. Like- it's closed up now. And I forget now what it was called. I went to go one night and I didn't make it in. You know why? Why? Because when I parked my car, <laughs> some guy came up to my window and knocked on my window. I put it down half, just a little bit and he goes, I have some tires. Do you want some? <laughs> I'm like, no, I I'm, I left. <laughs> no. Like, was he going to install them or just put them in your trunk? I think the guy was drunk or on drugs or something of that nature and i'm like no i don't think i need to go in there if that's what's here (laughs) oh he ruined the club experience for you well when i was uh when i turned 21 i i was in detroit michigan and we went to windsor because Mm -hmm. to celebrate my birthday because you have to be like 19 to drink there so mm-hmm. um, all my friends were like 20. So we went there and the strip clubs were crazy. They had the $5 coins. Well, they're not coins, but the, and you slide it on the stage and they slide and it's like a ping pong table and they go into the side into like the, a PC tube into a bucket. So you could go from the casino straight over to the strip club. And it was like, it's a strip in Windsor. And and then this is a strip club. And I was like, what? This is crazy. And then girls did really cool things with, like, the coins. Like, they rolled them and popped them out of places and peekaboo. <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, what? I was like, well, how fun to be a stripper out in Windsor. Besides having to lug uh, 100 pounds worth of uh, money to the bank every day. <laughs> Like you would know she's a stripper if you go in her car in her house and she's just got like nothing but coins everywhere. I mean, it's five dollars. <laughs> they were dollars. I hear I hear some funny stories about the adult industry. I've interviewed a comedian on here mm. a couple of times named Dale Hilton. Great guy. But before he was a comedian, he used to um work at an escort service he was the guy that would drive oh the driver the wind. Yeah. yeah yeah and um <laughs> I, I i've had him on here a few times because he's a comedian but a lot of his jokes are around his time with this oh my god and i asked him a question i said 